What's in your chocolate? I don't know, but I hope it's not strapped to one of these balloons they've been shooting down. But we'll learn more about that in today's episode. My name is Susan Hamilton. Hi, and I'm Larry Kortkamp, and we'd like to extend a warm welcome to our new national audience on Traverse TV. To our six million viewers, including 70,000 hotel rooms throughout Central Florida and everyone from Tampa to South Carolina, we're excited to meet you and invite you to follow us on Rumble channels where you can access all our news links for your own study. Please leave us your comments, give us a rumble, and share with your friends. Dang, Don Lemon, what are you thinking? He keeps stepping in it, doesn't he? Oh my goodness. A woman is considered to be in their prime in their tw in 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, older women actually are getting more and more prime as they go. Oh my goodness. When so, you know you've done bad when even CNN wants to kick your butt off, right? That, well, you know, funny, funny how his bosses are probably my age. <laughs> probably. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably. that. There's that. Well, you know, um, it's interesting how the news conveys information. According to the Washington Examiner, we get a story here that is saying that uh, if you speak Spanish, you're now transphobic according to this study. Um, so writing for the San Francisco Chronicle, Sebastian Ferrada declared that the refusal by Latinos to use the activist creations Latinx or Latin in order to degender the word is transphobic. What? So this is kind of reminiscent of if you didn't, you ain't black if you didn't vote for Biden. That is hilarious. So now you ain't, you ain't Spanish if you don't want to say Latinx or Latin, I guess. Well, we all know they don't like that. No, 40% find the term absolutely offensive. We are uh, Latin, Hispanic cultures from all over countries that, that speak Spanish. And so, I think I mean, you really find that across the nation's everywhere. fabric. Yeah. So that's ridiculous. From There's the Cubans in, in Florida mm -hmm. to the uh, Cubans South Cubans will Ameri tell you they're Cubans. Yeah, to the South yeah. Americans, uh, Guatemala, mm -hmm. Ecuador. Absolutely. To the Mexicans, to the Spaniards, anything else. Spanish is a language. It's like anything else. And, and it it is one of those languages that has... It's not all one language, Larry. Ironically, it's male or female is the way they, uh, is the way they group it. Oh, so it's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's Every, the, oh, that's it's hilarious. The feminine, I hadn't even thought about well, that. Well, that's what it is. It's the feminine oh, or it's the masculine. Yeah, and, and that's how they conjugate their verbs is, is feminine or masculine. So that you've got whole nations that are transphobic as well. They're not... Because they refuse to no longer speak their own language? Is, absolutely getting even more ridiculous. But I love it because the Hispanic, uh, uh, the the portion of our citizenry in America is that Spanish contingents and they are, 
they're growing quite large. This I, I hope the Democrats continue to alienate that voting block. <laughs> he says he, he asserts that Spanish must move to gender inclusive language so that it can acknowledge that trans people do in fact exist. You know what, guys? You don't need to be telling us how to change our language to fit you. <laughs> I could probably, there's probably aspects mm. of my personality, since we're going to be inclusive now, that ha that I should just demand that everyone deal with me that certain way. And I think that gets a little crazy. And I think we're ready to get back to business and um, back to brass tacks. Because we've got real issues here, like this crazy Seattle high school teacher arrested for having sex with a 16-year-old student. Now, I, I do hate talking about it when it's just arrested. This person has not been convicted of this at this and, time. And honestly, I didn't, I wasn't looking at this story for, for the headline. Yeah, we're not gonna show you a picture. No, 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 what like I was that. looking for with this story, we, we discuss a lot of the new emphasis within our public education for discussing sex with our kids. They wanna teach them how to, how to have sex. They wanna teach them how to mutilate their bodies they in want one to, way or They another. want to change your language to make sure you're dealing with it. Right. all about the sexuality and absolutely everything. So after seeing the headline to this story, after scrolling down just a bit, I saw the Seattle police were called to Franklin Highsgate to investigate a sexual offense with a child. So in this article and the authorities and the school and parents around the country are now offended by the fact that apparently this person had had it was consensual sex according to the the teenage girl that's involved but they're having they're upset because he had sex with a child so we're using the term child and i've pointed this out for me this is a a triggering offense anymore for me it's child we need to determine what a child is so apparently here a 16 year old a 16 year old child is so underdeveloped at this point, she can't determine whether she's gonna have sex yet. But at six, she's apparently mature enough to decide which organs she wants to have attached to her body well, and which gender she wants to choose. Yeah. But she's not able at 16 to determine how she wants to use these new, <laughs> these new tools she's strapped onto her body or decided that she wants to use. To me, we're having an argument that needs to start at the beginning. What is a child? If we can establish what a child is, then some of these arguments go by the wayside. Well, for me. you got to understand that this whole group thinks that all children from their that they're sexual at birth. That's the discussion that you're hearing. And as a no, fact, they don't like the fact that this guy's having sex with this a sixteen-year-old. You watch and see what happens. To this because you are looking at the West Coast, and in California, they've changed a lot of the laws about what's considered sexually active. And it's really something that's, in my opinion, that's alarming. How do we protect our families when uh, the goalposts are moving like that? You've you got to determine what you a kid have is. To you have and me. you have to determine your own goalposts. And you say the, the nothing. No, that's not enough. Your own goalposts are not going to help you if you are involved in the school system. In if the school words. system says a child, to me, they want to say, okay, a child, if we're talking about gender mutilation, a child starts at four, or they're okay at two, or at in infancy, apparently, this mother and wherever she was, she was trying to change her baby. Where is this a child? Yeah. We have to establish, we thought we'd established that. They're not allowed to join the military until they're 18. They're not allowed to get a tattoo. They're not allowed to drive a car. They're not allowed to Smoke do all these other things because they're not alcohol. mature enough. We've decided that they're not mature enough to have consensual sex. So what is this identification with this one particular thing of transgender identity that we're determining 
they are mature enough to make that life-altering decision. Yeah, and, and they're not. And my of course my discussion not. point was wasn't anything like that. It was just you, in other words, when you can tell clearly right from wrong, you had better make do everything you possibly can in your own family because it's exactly. crazy out there, folks. We'll be right back. Move freely, America, without medical restrictions or penalty. Without medical freedom legislation in place, our rights and freedoms are one vote away from being dissolved. Move freely, America, with one voice, without fear of retribution, achieving a common goal, medical freedom. We the people make our voices heard by connecting with state legislators and engaging a constitutionally compliant medical bill of rights for all citizens. Individually, change is improbable, but as an aggregate, attainable. It's time to act with one voice. My voice. And my voice. And my voice. And my voice. To protect our freedom, creating one voice that cannot be ignored. This requires your voice, too. Move Freely America. Go to movefreelyamerica.org to find a chapter near you. Plug in, donate, and help our legislators defend our God-given rights under the Constitution. Move Freely America. My voice. And my voice. And together with your voice, we're one voice that cannot be ignored. Donate today. Movefreelyamerica.org. How long has it been since you've updated your brand or restocked your promotional items? The more often people see your company logos and taglines, the more often your company comes to mind. That top of mind thinking is exactly what grows businesses and generates revenues. So at Big Feet Creations, I've dedicated my time and talent for over 30 years designing and illustrating print and digital products that people love and remember. Now we're adding website design and audio video editing too. Call Big Feet Creations at 469-450-7350. I'm a big guy and I've taken big steps to help you grow big. Big Feet Creations, 469-450-7350. Call today, that's 469-450-7350. To the Health Engineer Show. I'm Cliff Bucoy, the Health Engineer, right here on the Offbeat. Hi, I'm Larry Cortez. This is Hi, my name is Susan Hamilton, and you're watching Offbeat. Hi, this is Doreen Milano. Welcome to Big Ideas Small Business, where we will talk to Gary Arjala. You know, the American Center for Law and Justice actually is determining when what is a child right i mean through there's the most ridiculous laws are about to be passed across the nation and i just have an urgent plea that we start paying attention to this planned parenthood sponsored a nefarious california bill allowing babies to be killed up to 28 days after birth they use the term perinatal which includes up to a month after a baby is born instead of prenatal before birth and they thought no one would notice but the, there's the lefties with their know, language again isn't it something? instead of calling it a baby let's call it a what Perinatal. Perinatal. It's not a baby because it is a baby. It's born. It's been alive for almost a month. So let's call it a perinatal. What the heck is a perinatal? It's a baby. Not only is it a baby, it's a U.S. citizen with its own rights to live. And they want to kill these kids just because they were part of an well, abortion. Well, tell you what. It's because it's part of the women's right to choose what if they're kid how old do they want to do it i don't understand why they're starting at 28 days i got a teenager that's causing a lot of grief can we just 
extend it to there and knock that kid off? Wasn't that the old Bill Cosby? I can make another one looks just like him. <laughs> well, that, you know, it's just people. pathetic. But here's the deal. Um, the, ma the House just passed the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act, and Pelosi could not block it. Now, new pro-life bills have just been introduced, and, uh, and the legal deadlines in pro-life cases are looming. The Born Alive Act would require doctors to administer life-saving medical care to any baby who is born, including abortion survivors. So we've got the link in the description box below, and I hope that you join that fight. Uh, this is an interesting one for me. We're, we're talking about, in, in Texas, we have these big, we have a group that's talking about secession. And actually, because the rest of the world is not really uh, coherent for us anymore, so there's a group that's talking about seceding from the Union. And there's a lot of different discussions around this. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene the other day was talking about a national divorce. But this one's actually something that's happened to us before. Uh, we've got a part of Oregon who wants to move their borders, and they've been. Apparently, Idaho, the Idaho legislature, has passed a bill to move that border to 11. include a large swath of eastern Oregon now. Eleven eastern Oregon counties have already voted in favor of joining Idaho. And I think what's so fascinating about this story is this is actually a win-win. There isn't anybody really opposing this on the right or the left. As far as the blue side of the state goes, they're happy to get rid of them because they feel like they're just in the way. And they want to go ramrod some of these crazy... Um, lifestyle. Yeah, bills, well, it's like California. Right? They got all the nut jobs on the on the coast, but once you leave the the big cities on the coast, once you leave L.A. and San Francisco, and you move inland, ninety five percent of the state of California is red. I mean, they don't believe in all the. It's just the big uh, metropolitan areas that have those population concentrations, and Oregon is the same. Uh, Washington state is, is very similar to that too. So Oregon, when you're on the coast and you're in Portland or whatever, that's where all the, the, the California ideas and so forth still are housed. And the people that are in the, the normal part of Oregon, want, they identify more with the uh, politics and the thinking of Idaho. And well, I said the Greater Idaho Bill, which would move the Oregon-Idaho border to include a large swath of Eastern Oregon. Oregon has, and I don't know if I'm saying that right, Oregon? Well, we don't live up there. No. We, we, they, no. um, has passed the Idaho House of Representatives. So the bill authorizes Idaho legislators to begin talks with Oregon about relocating yeah. the state line. And during a debate on the floor of the House, proponents of the bill cited the desirability of applying Idaho, Idaho law to eastern Oregon as a way to move Oregon drug laws farther away from Idaho's current population centers, and there's some brilliance in there. Yeah, it's the lefty, lefty thinking. They're just tired of tired of it. And so, you, that, and, and everyone really needs to start paying close attention because you don't get all the information that you need. Yep. Uh, speaking of not getting all the information that you need, there's some... Um, there's some censorship that's been going on by FCC nominee, uh, what is her name? Gigi. Gigi, Gigi Sohn. Um, so what is the story here? She was first nominated for this position in 2020, uh, 2021. Uh, that nomination has now been renewed uh, as of January 3rd. Uh, and the stakes are pretty high for conservatives. Should the Senate confirm Sohn, she would give Democrats a 3-2 majority on the FCC panel. 
Earlier, we just talked about the last Republican leaving the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. This is the Federal Communications Commission. So what, what's happening is an erosion of uh, having two dissenting votes, right? It's, we have the Republicans and the, and the Democrats talking to come to some conclusions. What we have in the government now is it's swinging toward a one-sided vote. Well, and, and the, these are two what big, they're voting These are two on, big commissions. The big issues that they really are trying to deal with here are unrelenting censorship of conservative voices, including a revoking of their license to yep. broadcast. So yep. think, think about that. Uh, those are the pieces that we're really going to have to pay attention to. And we to. just saw evidence of this. Newsmax was just deplatformed. That was not by the government, obviously, because that was done uh, in this particular case by a private entity. But it was done at the behest and the constant berating by the Democratic Party. So what we're finding is large corporations like Twitter, like Facebook, Lysart, like our media companies that are bending to the wishes of the, the Democratic Party. And it's no secret why, because they agree with their positions. But we, we, have, we have rules and laws in place that is a decentralization of power and a uh, check and balance system. The balance and check system was, you're a Republican, I'm a Democrat, we have to work this out. We can't just have two Democrats making this decision. Yeah, that will not be good. We've got to make sure our voice stays preserved. We will be right back. Multiple streams of income are the local business owner's new protection against inflation. If you enjoy sharing health insights and helping others live their healthiest lifestyle possible, you can create wealth for yourself and your family by doing what you love to do every day. Call 469-939-8933. Discover how to incorporate additional financial revenue into your love of health and wellness and the work you're already doing, using your time wisely and leveraging networks you already work with. Ready to learn more? Join the Wellness Institute's Corolla Bradas, subject of the book, Look Beyond Tomorrow, to help even more people realize their potential and achieve their health goals. Build a side business with products sourced in North America and protect your bottom line. Call 469-939-8933 today. That's 469-939-8933. Call now. Hi, welcome to Heroes in Action. I'm Ray Amanat, founder and creator of this training system. I originally made it so that everyone can train for free. We have programs for kids, for women, families, and businesses. I'm an author, speaker, and educator on everything that has to do with violence and bullying prevention education. If you'd like more information about who we are and what our programs are, please go to our website at heroesinaction.us or give me a call if you have any questions at 727-314-2534. We hope to see you here to train. The OBBM Network is the premier voice for local business, and we take that responsibility seriously. The OBBM Network has everything you need to grow and transition your business for success on popular syndicated podcast networks, Roku and other video channels, and the OBBM Network app. We work for you, local business, and we've got your back. Well, the spy balloon story just keeps on and going. That's because it's not about necessarily the balloon. In this 
we're recently finding out a lot more about it. So when this thing first happened, it was a surprise, surprise to everybody. Nobody knew it was there, which was a surprise to some of us thinking, I thought we had big agencies like NORAD that was supposed to track this stuff like incoming ICBMs with nuclear warheads, and they were supposed to be able to spot this stuff and tell us, but they couldn't spot this big spy balloon that was 200 feet across and traveling at zero miles an the hour. Side of a airliner, a jet No, that airliner. was just the payload that it was carrying. The balloon itself was like gigantic and it was carrying... Well, think, well really, what, I mean, to, what ca to pick that, that up. Yeah, yeah, what could carry that? Anyway, now it turns out that all that was just crapola. They'd been following, they've watched this thing take off from China. So uh, this came to, the, to state media. Week. State media shared it with the public in a way that was shocking. Shocking. That made sure that they painted the. Pr I think it's interesting why the the state media now is painting Biden in you a mean really. You mainstream media. The, oh no, it's state it media state because media. it's Democrat. What they, media, so, right? but yeah. they're trying to control state everything, including yeah. who's actually going to be in yeah. office. So, yeah. got to figure what the, what that's all about. Anyway, it turns out they've been they've watched it lift off from China's south coast. Uh, the U.S. military had been tracking it for a week. They followed into the U.S. airspace, airspace including a rather dramatic turn at Hawaii. Apparently it was not tracking correctly, so the Chinese were steering this thing. To Alaska. Made, yeah, they made a sharp north weather, northern turn and pushed it up to Alaska. So the, and there. it wasn't just one, by the way. We're no. all hearing about one, but there are. that's why there's several, and there's all this look to the skies, and whenever you see this kind of stuff, guys, UFOs, balloons, look up, look up. And now they've, they did recover a lot of this stuff. Um, as much as the military and the Biden administration tried desperately not to f make this available, they used missiles designed to take down aircraft carriers uh, to take a small balloon out of the sky to totally now obliterate it. Now, you just said it. it was a huge balloon. Well, in comparison... Still don't know that you, you don't use a, a You don't use a giant flight. missile from an F-whatever-22 to take one of these things out uh, and make it totally unrecognizable because they were trying to disguise the payloads that they were carrying. They didn't want anybody understanding exactly yeah, what this was. Just when you think was. the news couldn't get crazy, uh, crazier, because that was, it had to do with weather. It is it is tracking weather information, so well, that's Weather was out. just the smallest but thing. It's, a, it's tracking, it, it, it tracked the balloon from Air Force bases in Alaska over all the significant uh, information centers throughout America, cutting a swath over military installations, and everything else, getting highly sensitive uh, in, in information gathered and sending right back to China. And we allowed it to happen. I wonder why the president of the military, having watched it take off, seeing the uproar that was going on, they Wasn't waited there until it was over Wait the ocean. There was a climate discussion that was about to happen about the same time in China. This just makes my head hurt. It just. There's all sorts of reasons why this may have happening, and, and I'm, I'm sure it, it had nothing to do with the paychecks that the uh, Chinese government are, are writing to the Biden Inc. group, but uh, it sure stinks for me. And here we have another one, the U.S. military. Now they're downing these things all over the place. There was one over Lake Huron. Uh, they've shot down three identified objects over North America recently. Um, turns out these have been going on for quite some time. What exactly is the purpose of our military keeping stuff out of our airspace? 
unless the obvious conclusion is they're well aware of it, they're working in tandem with these other countries, and they're just keeping us in the freaking dark, which they seem to be doing a good job. Well, you wonder about all the, they are keeping us in And they're keeping us in the dark a lot of things, including the recent uh, fiery crash, the railroad problem in Palestine, Ohio, right? You know, they, they're they now realizing how many more chemicals are in there. There's at least oh four different types of chemicals and what they do and, and when they hit the atmosphere, what they turn into. Um, was it wise to light the whole thing on fire? Was that the best avenue? Well, I find it interesting that the very same company that goes in there to mitigate the damage is the same one they've been calling over and over and over again, and they do not have a great reputation. Um, and the EPA is just hand in hand with it. We don't really see anybody stepping up for these people. And, no, and the uh, people that we thought, which was uh, the federal transportation, I, I always thought the trains kind of fell under their jurisdiction, but apparently uh, uh, Mayor Pete doesn't exactly feel that way. We'd ask him that, but he was on a break. Apparently he was taking personal time getting a burger, I don't know, seeing his wife, I don't know. I don't know, but the NTSB, the National Transportation and Safety Board, should have been, and and it's interesting because in his role and his capacity, we've had the worst transportation messes, everything from... Airlines uh, collapsing, trains derailing, all over the place. And it's just a crazy time for all of that, and I just think that... I. The reason I wanted to share these stories today was pay attention because it, you, it's not the time to just kind of watch comedy at the end of the day and take a load off. No, get out and, and take a walk around your community, meet your neighbors, start understanding you know, what's going on in a very personal way. And don't just take your news even from us. Go back to our Rumble channels. Make sure you're reading this information for yourself and, and seeing what maybe you're not seeing. We did seeing. a story the other day, and it was on a small town uh, in Virginia, a city council, and it had to do with... But, but once, we, once we kind of delved into the story a little bit, there was just so many other elements to that story than the headline seemed to say. So the headline just talked about a building that was being constructed, but then it, it went into so much more detail, and we find that about all these stories, which is why we encourage you. We point out the story about the balloon and the fact that it's taking and, off. And this but one more story before we go to break. Guys, there's the, um, over at Mars Wrigley, uh, okay, that's right here in Texas, two maintenance workers actually fell into the vat of chocolate, and they couldn't pull them out. They had to cut them out. Tell me what that may have looked like on the inside. Well, there wasn't any any letting us know we had to be concerned about the, what might be in that chocolate from two human beings being stuck in it and having to be cut out of the side. Nobody said anything about it. It was shared through the Dallas Express, so we got to hear about it here. We don't know what happened to the we workers. Uh, according to uh, According to the spokesperson, they said, we can confirm that both people have been taking off-site for further evaluation. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I don't know, but USA, the representative said per USA Today, as always, we appreciate OSHA's collaborative approach to working with us to conduct the after-action so review. So think about that the next chocolate bar you eat, and we'll True be right that. back. 
Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family, your life, your values, or your business. OBBM Network News is available Monday through Friday at 5 and 9 p.m. Central Standard Time and 6 and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Traverse TV and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV. Connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com, Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media. And you can get the audio podcast versions of not only this show, but over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network Podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to your podcast. Thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program. Consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the $5, $10, or $25 level, and you can reach that through the QR code on your screen right now. We're 100% grassroots funded by you, and we want to thank our advertisers and remind our viewers to use their products and services.